Welcome to the Find Your Awesome Podcast. My name is Kelsey Abbott and I'm your host. I'm an intuitive human design and money coach and I help people welcome more ease, joy, and abundance into their lives. And you guys, today's episode is so good. It's going to lead you to be like skipping down the hallway. It's going to lead you to feel such bouncy, joyful, delicious energy. It is with Hannah Hermanson once again. And we're talking about quantum money leaps. Oh my goodness. You guys, this episode, it's just so good. Okay. I said, okay, a lot. I apologize. I am just trying to get all the details in because I just want to get you guys to the episode. But first, there's something really important you need to know. The next round of the money class is starting March 28th. That is Tuesday. So if you want to be part of this experience, come on over to kelseyabbott.com. The link is in the show notes. Sign up for the money class. Payment plan options are available. It is a 12-week extravaganza, abundance extravaganza, where you will completely transform your relationship with money, completely unlock your unique money magic, you will experience so much abundance in your life in every form. You will open yourself to magic, to divine guidance, to your completely unique alignment, and you will do it all with this amazing group of humans. I am so excited for this next round of the money class. And if you're in it, I'm so excited to play with you. So again, the link is in the show notes right below. Just click down there and come on over, sign up to join us for the money class. If you have questions, just email me at Kelsey at KelseyAbbott.com. So again, the money class starts March 28th. That is really, really soon. So get on it and sign up. All right. That is enough from me. Now listen to Hannah and me talking about quantum money leaps. I hope you love this episode as much as I did. Have an amazing, amazing day. I love you. Hannah, 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 I am so excited to record with you. People love us. Um, I love us. I love us too. (laughs) I get excited when we're recording. I get excited when we just get to hang out on Zoom. And I'm excited for everyone that's going to listen to this episode. So today we're talking about money. We were just talking about, we started our money journey together a year ago. And who was that girl? I I feel like I'm a different Hannah in that year. So who were you when you... When you decided to sign up for the very first round of the money class, where like, were you? What what was that version of Hannah like? Yeah, I can feel my body like wanting to constrict and my tummy getting kind of tight because I was a much smaller, more controlling version of myself. And I had been an entrepreneur for seven years at that time. And so I had already done some looking at, I mean, I'd figured out how to make money for myself. I was no longer relying on the government or a corporation to pay me every month. So I had figured out a lot about how money worked like mechanically and practically. And I had spreadsheets and I knew where every dollar should go. And I was like writing my mantra every morning of like, 
I'm so happy and grateful that $20,000 is easily deposited into my bank account. I'm so happy and grateful. I'm so happy. and I'm so happy and grateful. But I was like, I was doing all of these, you know, kind of like masculine, uh, figure it out practical ways and was just so frustrated and burnt out and definitely at the point of like, all right, what got me here is not going to be the same thing that gets me to this next level. I was frustrated with money. There was never enough. And I was, I remember last March, I took myself to the beach and I read a book about money and I started to feel this, like, I want to change my relationship with money. And you and I had connected and we had been friends and we were kind of chatting and connecting. And then your message came through about the money class. And it was just a holy hell. Yes. Here's my credit card. I I didn't know this was coming. I didn't know I was looking for this, but it is time to change my relationship. Mm. And that was a year ago. Had you come across any other money courses at that point and they hadn't felt right? Yeah. I had taken like five years ago, my business coach did some like money mindset stuff. And it was very much about like, okay, pull out your credit card statement and look at what's essential and what's not. And I am a good student. So even in that course of just like playing with the numbers differently, I paid off my student loans in full. And that was super exciting and no one around me was doing that. And I was like, oh yeah, I just figured it out or someone, you know, I figured it out. And then, like I said, a year ago in March, I was reading a book by Amanda Francis and I was kind of curious, like, oh, maybe I should like take one of her courses. But the book again that she had written just opened my mind up enough. And then being a four, six MG, when my people Mm -hmm. offer me the opportunity that I've been looking for, it's a holy hell yes. So, mm-hmm. and then I've read, you know, other books like You Are a Badass with Money. And it's funny, Kelsey, that we're having this conversation today because I recently reopened my Audible um, membership. So I looked back at the audiobooks that I had five years ago and it was all about becoming a millionaire, rich dad, poor dad. Like I have been curious about money for so long. But this is my first like committed way of looking at the energy of money. I'm curious. I know you've told all these stories about little Hannah. Mm. And I know I know a lot about little Hannah. But what was she? Was she curious about money? That's an interesting question because I was a hoarder before I was an entrepreneur. I loved saving. I loved sitting on my money. I loved looking at my bank account just to like see the numbers. I loved ordering the cheapest thing on the menu and just like playing this like stockpiling hoarding game with my money. I also will share that my very first job when I was 16 years old was a bank teller. And I also loved... (laughs) checking out what everyone else was sitting on. Okay. So I would work in the drive-through of the bank and I got that job because I knew again, my people, the bank president lived on my block 
and his son was in my grade and he knew me and he thought I was responsible and that I didn't have a spring sport to play. <laughs> and he needed someone to work the drive through for the spring and then it became summer. And then I, I really liked working at the bank. So that's 16 year old Hannah. But I do know that like my growing up story was that there was never enough and that we had like my mom still saves all of her $5 bills. So she doesn't spend fives. If she gets a five back in change, she keeps it in an envelope for Christmas or a trip. So we always like I know growing up, we always played these games of like keeping more money because we had to save in order to have fun. And we had to sit on it until we were ready for the big thing. Oh um, my goodness. Yeah. Wait, and let's just fast forward to you growing up with, you have to save to have fun. And what <laughs> are you doing now living in the vacation vortex, having so much fun all the time? Yeah. Yeah. And I live every day in what I call the vacation vortex I'm on a mission to make my home feel and be a five-star resort all the way down to the Alexa playlist because I love this feeling of like lavishness and bougie and these like once a year, once a lifetime experiences that I thought, I, you know, as a kid, I thought, oh, once in a lifetime, I'll, you know, go to a fancy resort. But yeah, my husband and I live in Mexico and we vacation once a month and like once a quarter, we take a very lavish five-star resort getaway. And it's not because we saved enough $5 bills. It's just because this is how we've decided to, to live life every day. Like it's a celebration or a vacation, which is very different. Than and what, what we're unpacking now, right? Yeah. And what tends to happen for you when you return from a vacation? <laughs> what tends to happen in your business? I get new clients on mm -hmm. autopilot. It's amazing. It's amazing how we get more applications to work with us when I'm off the grid. And so more clients, more interest in working with us. But then so that ends up to be more money because clients pay me to work with me. And if you have clients, they should also be paying you to work with you. <laughs> but then there's all these other like amazing brainstorms and curiosities and like conversations that I'll have with myself just swimming in the sea and be like, oh my gosh, like I don't want 20K, I want 50K. Like what if $50,000 was easy? And these are the sort of questions or ideas that I don't get when I'm, you know, back-to-back -back Zooming or sitting here at my desk. The going away feels like part of my work process now. And you've taught me so much about being a manifest generator that it is in the relaxation or in the rest that I'm doing the most work and I'm getting the most inspiration and I'm developing that connection with source is when I'm like in the world and then I get to bring it back. And yes, there is the, you know, showing up to zoom and putting together a business and respond, responding to emails, but that's never where the money comes from. It's always in these getaways or these beach brainstorms. Yes. 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 Okay. Let's talk about your, your growth. We've talked about like the very beginning and where you were when you signed up for the first round of the money class. And we've touched on where you are now. So how did this all unfold for you? How did it unfold? Well, 
in going through the money class, so I've now gone through it two times with you because, you know, I started a year ago and that first round of the money class, I very much felt like it was surface level. And it even felt like that in the moment because I was like, okay, I'm tidying up my house. Okay. Um, In the same month that I joined the money class, I emptied a huge storage container that we still had in California. And I got rid of oodles and Rubbermaid containers and boxes and rummage sales full of stuff. And it felt like I just needed to clear all of that surface level stuff. So, you know, really releasing the old life that I had in California and the things that we were still holding on to again. Okay, here's this connection, like sitting on it, hoarding. Maybe we'll need a vacuum cleaner in California if something ever happens. And so releasing all of that. And in the process, I found, um, oh, what are they called? Like money? Savings bonds. Yes, you remember. Okay, Mm -hmm. savings bonds I found in that process too, which I had lost and I had felt a lot of shame about because my grandparents had given me like $100 a year for my first 18 years of life. Like that was my birthday present in savings bonds. And their whole idea is like sit on it and they're going to accumulate all this money for you. And I had lost it and I felt so much shame about it. And then the universe was like, right here, you're doing the work. You're tidying up your physical life. So here's that money. And the other thing that um, really came through more towards the end of that first money class was that connection to source and this awareness that I'm down here playing this tiny little game with my MacBook Pro trying to control everything around me. Like I literally thought I just had to figure out my spreadsheets and calculate the numbers to like find the answers. And when I realized there are so many more forces at play, like collaborations and creativity and this connection to like a higher source, one of the meditations that I got from the book, one of the books in the money class, and I recorded on my phone and I still have there that I go to is a reminder that I can give up all of the burden and releasing this burden of money and figuring it out to a higher power, to the universe, to Abraham, to whatever you want to, you know, give it to, to Makai, whatever. I still have that for those days that I want to go and figure something out because that was the biggest shift in creating space in my physical life starting to see like the universe flirting with me. I didn't expect to find those savings bonds. I wasn't on a hunt to find that money for my grandparents. It just happened. Okay, well, what if I keep releasing and just letting things come to me and trusting that there's like way more powers at play than just QuickBooks online here? Mm -hmm. That was the first round of the money class a year ago. Okay, and that round was only eight weeks. Yeah. And then that was last... March, March and April of 2022. Oh, and April is my biggest month in business ever. And Mm. it's like, I don't even know how this happened. We didn't do anything different. I was in Sacramento cleaning out a garage in April. And I had my most cash in the business ever to that point, up until that point. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So then we did the next round of the money class. We worked together privately and we did the next round in the fall. Yeah. So tell us about what came through for you in that one. 
12 weeks. Yeah. Yeah. So I had released a lot of these like specific, okay, I need 20 grand this month. And like, oh, like I have to like hit these number goals every single month or I have to pay off this debt immediately because I have all that shame, right? Like I had cleared a lot of that shame in our one-on-one work. And then when the money class came around in the fall, I showed up differently because I was like, okay, I've cleared so much of my physical stuff. And you said, yeah, now it's time to do the inner clearing and it's time to tidy up all those beliefs that you have. And I was like, oh man, it was so much more fun to clean a garage. I know. (laughs) Can I also clean my garage? Mm. Yes. Yes, of course. And let's really look at these beliefs that I have about debt, about my earning ability, about being the breadwinner in my marriage, about all of these, you know, things that I was feeling um, not in a full alignment with. And to me, it was just, I knew I wasn't in full alignment with like my money magnet self because I was still feeling frustrated with money. And I still had a desire for it to be easier and more fun and to feel more supported in the money game. So that was the big, that was the big key for me in the fall was starting to notice all of the places that I was supported and that money was finding me in unexpected ways. And so literally we live in Mexico and I know in the U S that it's common to like, there's a penny on the ground. And if, you know, there's like all these ideas, about if Lincoln's face is up, it's good luck. And people like leave Mexico, they do not leave a coin unturned. It is very uncommon to just have change lying around. And I started seeing like four coins a day on the same sidewalk that I walked all of the time. And I started, again, getting these connections from like a higher being that I thought money was only going to come through one door in my life. And that was my income or the business. And then I was like, okay, but the universe is giving me coins on the street and these like savings bonds. And like, I started getting all these other ideas about doors for money to come through. And in the spirit of looking for support, um, an unexpected, well, I knew my in-laws were going to come and visit, but an unexpected change in their lives and in their real estate was happening at the same time I was taking the money class. And I, can I say shit? You can say whatever you want. No, say shit. Edit it out if I can. I shit you not. I cannot make this up. I have such a vivid memory. I'm sitting at my laptop doing the money class in October. My in-laws are here visiting and there's a window behind me where the patio is. And I was kind of annoyed because I could like hear my mother-in-law and I'm also trying to like hear you guys. But I started to hear my in-law, my mother-in-law talking about this house and money. So I turned down the money class and I started eavesdropping on my husband and his wife. (laughs) No, I'm his wife, my (laughs) husband and his mom. (laughs) And his mom is talking about some shifts that they're making with their real estate and how um, they're going to have some money and do we want it? And at the same time, well, do we want it came much later. But this idea of this would probably be part of your inheritance, blah, blah. Okay. The week before that, the man that we're renting our house from told us that he was going to sell this house. And we were heartbroken because we love this house. And I kind of joked and I was like, all right, so we'll manifest the money we need for this house. Okay. The week later, I'm in the money class. I overhear my mother-in-law talking about this unexpected money coming in. 
So that was October. Here we are now, end of March, and we are closing on our dream home in Mexico. We don't have to move. We don't have to pack the garage. Um, and it came in the money to pay for a house in full. Okay, this is the stuff you can't make up. And just how this whole sequence of events, right? And it's it's the pair, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> of just like playing, being curious about where can money come from, noticing the little game that there are coins on the ground and lots of other places. Um, and then enjoying, what's the E? Right? I don't remember. Right now I'm like, is it evidence? Is it enjoy? I don't remember what the E is. Yeah, I think I think it's enjoying. And I was just like really enjoying the money class. And I was like in it to study and then the allowing. And when my in-law said, you know, can we work together? Can we make this happen? Would this go to your house? How would this work? And you asked me, Kelsey, you were like, do you think you would have like received that a year ago? And I don't think we were in the position to be like open to this conversation or willing to explore this. I think, again, I was very much like, I do it myself. This is how it's going to work. I have to save all my fives. This would be the five-year plan. But the universe is fast and magical. And yeah, so your, your old story had been like, I have to do the work for it. Yeah. First of all, I have to it. pay off my debt. This mm-hmm. was my whole plan last year. I have to work, pay off my debt and save. Um, well, pay off my debt. Then I have to start saving. Then we have to probably buy a really cheap, crappy house so that over time we can fix it up. And no, none of that was true. Yeah. None of you, that don't was ha- true. you don't have to suffer. You don't have yeah. to pay your way like you don't yeah you don't have to board the struggle bus yeah yeah so then okay so all of this like house momentum is coming it was so easy it was so magical and I think the other thing that's important about this for me is that I stayed out of the way I let the current house owner and my in-laws and my husband like they all figured it out and I stayed out of it and I think if I had gotten in the way I would have mucked things up and Mm -hmm. said no no we'll wait until our you know no no you're not ready to give inheritance yet or whatever I think I would have gotten in the way so I stayed out of the way and so that was October and then so my big goals have always been to be a homeowner and I haven't had a car like in my adult life and I was really getting to the point where like okay it would be nice to be a car owner as well. And a few weeks after the house information was coming through, then we had a magical experience where we also bought a car in full. And so I got to quote unquote work for that one. Like it was quote unquote my money or like the money that I had been acquiring helped us buy a car in full. Um, And yet you kind of discovered that money magically though. Oh yeah. It was the, like you told the story of like, You'd been saving that money for yeah. something else and then right. realized that oh, there's enough for a car. We can have a car. We can have a car right now, not car yeah. payments. We can have yes. this car that at first you both thought was too big, too good for you. Yes. Yeah. We rode our bikes over. So um, should I tell the quick story of the car? Yeah. Yes, because please. I think it's really magical when like we start to just break some of these beliefs, right? That was the second round of the money class. It's like, oh, I'm like carrying around all these beliefs of how it has to work for me. And what if I mix those up? So I was on Facebook Marketplace looking at a TV. We wanted to get a bigger TV. And living in Mexico, this is how you get a lot of Facebook Marketplace is a great way to exchange goods. So I'm on there and this guy has a great TV and I message him and he says, the TV's sold. 
do you want a cat bed or like he had those cat paraphernalia and I was like no definitely a dog person thank you like good luck with your move few days later, I'm getting my hair done. Again, the most unexpected times and places. Like I'm self-care on a Monday morning, getting my hair done. And this guy messaged me back and he's like, hey, do you want my Toyota Highlander? And I'm like, go on. (laughs) Like, is this too good to be true? What are you talking about? And he's like, yeah, I also need to sell my SUV, blah, blah. He gives me this whole backstory. And So I message it to Mac, my husband, and he's like, so are we going to look at a car today? I was like, yes, we're going to go. So of course we get on our bikes after my haircut, we go and check out this car and it is a beautiful car. Okay. It's just me, my husband and my dog. And this car had three rows and it's leather and it's white and has like hardly any miles on it. Super well taken care of. And we're like, wow. Yeah. This is a lot of car. And my husband's, you know, whatever took it for a test drive. And I'm like, but it feels awesome. Like it's a lot of car for us was both of our first reactions. And then getting in it, I just felt that like sacral. Oh, but it's mine. Like Mm -hmm. this feels so good. And I'm going to see how magical this can be. So we bike home and I, I did go back to some of the old helpful things of like writing all the like numbers. Okay, where is our money? What are in these accounts? Putting it all up on the whiteboard and then circling it and being like, husband, we can buy a car this week if we want. And he's like, wow, I really thought I was going to be 45. I'm like, well, you're getting close. (laughs) (laughs) We need to like lean into this level. And yeah, that's how, again, just the, the feeling the allowing and the receiving then. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, it's so good. It's so good. So this house comes to you, the house, so much ease, the car, so much ease, no longer playing with 20,000. Can I bring in 20,000? Yeah. That no. was the number that I wanted in the first money class. I was like, this is my sticky number. It keeps following me around. I want to clear this shame. I want to pay it off. And yeah. didn't you end up bringing in like 30,000 during that class? Was yeah. More than 20, I think more, I think definitely more than that. Yeah. Yeah. Because then, then I had this quantum leap to now, all right, I'm at, I'm at, I want 50 K I want 50 K a month. I want 50 K abundance. I want to see 50 K in all of the places. Um, which then again is like 20K is easy in that quantum leap to have. Listen to your energy. As you say, I want 50K. Like it's just so fun. Yes. The energy is so yummy around that. Yes. And this is what all of this work has taught me is that like the universe is always expanding. It wants us to have more. Our desires are exciting. And again, some of this like inner child or like reparenting work, it's like, I don't have to sit and wait and be a good girl and follow the rules. I just need to be playing and launching rockets of desire and seeing how, how they find me. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's through the business door. Sometimes it's through Facebook marketplace. Sometimes it's through early inheritances. Like I just wasn't, yeah, I wasn't at that energy that I am now. Yeah. How would you describe the difference? Not just money, but right. in terms of like who you were yeah. when we first started working together in your first money class and then who you yeah. are now. 
Yeah. I love this question because it is exciting and sexy to talk about the physical manifestations. And it's not even about that. It's about sleeping better through the night. I mean, I used to lay awake doing math problems and I'm a copywriter. Numbers are not where I'm supposed to be. Math problems are not for me. So I'd be up at like two in the morning, like doing numbers and trying to figure things out. And then I would show up to my business in that way too. I was like saying yes to clients and projects just for the money, but then feeling really out of integrity and working with those people or things just weren't working as well in the business. Um, I had a lot of like angst with my partner or like in our relationship too, because it was like, I'm doing it all. And like, I'm the one that has to figure all of this out, but he's so good at playing and allowing and receiving. And so even just in the way, you know, we're able to gel and appreciate each other and get on the same page so much more quickly when it comes to finances and, and everything. We were just at Home Depot yesterday and used what we've learned through you, Kelsey, to like pick out paint chips, like something that used to would have be like, I want this. I want that. Like we were able to be like, well, what does your sacral say? Well, what if we did it this way? Like, let's play with it. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's also just this deeper sense of trust and starting to recognize that the universe is always flirting with me and that everything really is always working out for me. That's been just radical and it's helped me like lose weight without trying (laughs) and feel more like sexy in my body and my marriage and my business and even in my relationship with my dog it's just like a huge exhale that money's not even real (laughs) we're totally taken care of what do we actually want to do what is actually fun and making decisions from that instead of, is this going to support my savings account? Like that doesn't light me up anymore. Yeah. Would you say that you're having more fun in your life now than you were a year ago? A hundred million thousand percent. (laughs) Holy hell. Yes. Remember when we first talked when I, I think it was when I gave you a human design reading. This was like when we first met Yeah. and I was like, play. And you're like, "Eh." what? (laughs) Yeah. Can you give me some examples? Yeah. Like, can you tell me what to do? Can you tell me how to do it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I remember being like, okay, I have my yoga mat out. Okay. Now I just like, I, don't know. I didn't even know what to do. I didn't know where to start. And for me, the the starting point back then, I think I didn't really know where to start. I just went to the beach and started reading books and then which you is exactly where right for you time. to start. Yeah. Right. Because you right, went right. to your environment and mm-hmm. were in your perspective, which by the way, you're working at the bank, seeing what other people were doing with their money is totally you being distracted by power instead of being impersonal, which is the perspective mm-hmm. you're supposed to be in. There we go. Okay. Yeah. That nitty gritty we're starting to explore yeah. makes total sense. And I forget about that. It's always interesting. I forget of like, two solid years. I was a bank teller. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. so you got so used to writing down numbers and circling them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And spreadsheets. Yeah. Which is not where I'm supposed to be. Yeah. <sighs> no, it's not. Oh my goodness. All right. I have loved this conversation. Is there anything else you feel like people need to hear on this topic? Yes. Thank you more, please. Mm. 
to this conversation and to take with you. It's one of one of my favorite mantras. And when you just start to notice, notice those little winks or the penny on the ground or finding that check you thought you lost, like affirming that with just, yes, thank you more, please. When it comes to money. And then I've also been doing that with white space in my calendar. Like, yes, thank you more, please. And magical things coming to me in the hairdresser seat. Yes, thank you more, please. I think that's a big one to take with you to start playing with all of these big quantum leapy, exciting topics we're talking about. Just underscore the things in your life with yes, thank you more, please. Yes, thank you more, please. Hannah, you're amazing. I love you so much. I love you too. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. More, please. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed that episode. And if you did, please share it with anyone else you know who needs to hear it. And if it lights you up to do so, please leave a five-star rating and a glowing review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Now, let's talk about you. If you don't have your human design chart from me, go and get it at KelseyAbbott.com. If you are interested in one of the Find Your Awesome Podcast events coming up, go to KelseyAbbott.com. You will find everything you need there. Thank you so much for listening. You're amazing. You are wonderful. I love you so much. Go forth and be awesome.